The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Oh, guns up, baby. Hey, giddy up. Welcome to the Failure to Stop podcast. It's Friday. You know what that means. It means a breakdown is coming your way. We are the number one show where law enforcement meets culture. And today's breakdown is going to be about what? Orange County. Uh, Basically, somebody lost their head in Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody's not going to get ahead in life after meeting Orange County deputies in Walmart while trying to steal a flat screen TV. Gotcha. So stealing high end res- goods title. Stealing high end goods leads to deputies shooting man in the face in Walmart. In Wally okay. World. And we're gonna break down the response. Gotcha. All right, <laughs> cool. Uh as you can tell, guys, I am a one man wolf pack today. If you are not looking at me and beholding me in all of my splendor, then you are missing out. We go live on YouTube every Friday at eleven AM. We go live on Tuesday nights at 8 p.m., Eric and Andrea do for Night Shift. And that's on YouTube, guys. Broadcast live every week. So you can look at all of us and, and love it. Okay. The other two shows, Off the Cuff on Mondays with myself and Dave uh, and the underpaid producer covering law enforcement related news and Tansy's Last Call, those videos are reserved for members only. That's right. Get your members only jacket by. Uh, and I'm just kidding about the jacket, but you can join on YouTube and become a member. So you'll have to Dude, I saw yeah, I saw a members only strip club jacket in Lowe's Foods. What this what guy do you was mean, wearing strip club jacket. Listen, he was wearing pajama pants, slippers, and he had a um gold club members only jacket that had like you know, like the leather varsity jackets where they're like sewn in and stitched. But there was like a stripper on the pole and it said gold club member gold club members only. <laughs> fascinating it was amazing <laughs> i took a picture of it i'll post it on our uh, story on our instagram story unbelievable i really want one i don't want to i don't want to become a member at a strip club by any means um but i do want like a members only jacket just to have in my closet oh well that'd be nice uh, I could, maybe you can get some on uh, ebay or something a classic one i don't <laughs> i don't know i haven't looked gross but, uh, you can become a member of the channel. You get exclusive access to watch us and hang out with us in the chat when we record the shows that aren't broadcast live. You get the Discord access. You get discount on failuretostop.com. So, but anyway, if you want to support the show, you can you can become a member. You can go to failuretostop.com and grab merch. We have the Giddy Up boxes available. So order one of those. Those are really cool. Uh, we may let uh, expand that into some more custom options for heading into Christmas and gift season. Uh, but, you know, by the time Biden's inflation finishes, those are going to be like worth $2,000 and they're on sale for one twenty nine right now. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens with inflation. Uh, and then what else can you do? Oh, you can leave a rating. You can leave a review. Uh, all that stuff. We appreciate it. We need those to uh, feed everyone's uh, ego to talk about what they said on, uh, on the reviews on Apple Podcasts. Hit the plus sign so it automatically downloads. Speaking of reviews, here we go. What do we got? 
Wow. Go ahead, Tansy. This is a long one. You always give me the long ones because you know that I sound like an idiot when I read. This show is unique. This show is, well, let's say unique. Not the kind of unique where you have a chief of police for a city that will remain nameless. But here's a hint. It starts with CH and ends with Akago. This show is so unique that one host, Eric, shares a story about wrestling a naked woman. Not in the way you think. He was a police officer. He was a rookie and forgot he had pepper spray. Gave him a give him a break. This same host decides to purposefully get drunk live to prove a point and don't even get me started on Mike. He doesn't give a crap about anybody's <laughs> opinion, but this guy gets the facts. These guys are funny and realistic. They give you both sides of the story. If you have questions, they have answers. But the best part is they're both from the good old, help me out here, Mike, USA, USA, USA. USA. Hey, keep it up, guys. You're doing good work. We're doing the Lord's work. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we're just buying uh, members-only jackets to strip clubs on eBay. But Vessi7, five stars. The most American thing you'll ever listen to. That's intense. Do you Ooh. love the freedom cry of eagles? <laughs> Barbecuing on the 4th of July with a cold one in hand. Shooting guns and chewing bubble gum. Look no further, fella. After listening to the boys, you'll be rock harder than a good night's sleep on a ghost bed while throwing down blue chews with the shots of moonshine. As a current Leo and somewhat classy American, here we go. USA, USA, USA. USA. You messed it up, Eric. I very much enjoy the comedy, storytelling, and camaraderie on the show. I enjoy listening while drinking my coffee from Mike the Cop handmade coffee mug. Ooh, that's a class. Dude, that's a throwback right there. Keep up the good work. Dude, can we bring up a failure to stop coffee mug? Thank you, sir. Carry on. I mean, I don't have one. We need, to, we need to like we need to promote, we need to get some failure. Do we have one on our site? Uh, I don't know. We need to get I one on there. I'm drinking out of an epic roll jujitsu mug. <laughs> I love. I thought that was a Coca Cola mug. Well, it's not. Okay, it's jujitsu <sighs> mug. All right. Little jujitsu way. Um. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I love your hoodie though. It's Thank you. Amazing. I'm a one man wolf pack. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's so funny. We should come up with a design like. Something like this. I'm sure this probably isn't copywritten and just sell it on failure to stop for the wolf pack. Oh, I'm going to address the drama on tomorrow's show. What drama? Oh, it's, uh, you have to, you have to tune in. Okay. Well, I, I love off the cuff, so I'm going to tune in on off the cuff. It's technically Monday show. show. There's drama guys. Oh, there's, there's, there is drama and intrigue. We received a, a not so nice message from someone about last Saturday's show. Well, last Monday's show, I guess. I oh, I no. think about it as Saturday show because we recorded on Saturday morning. So. Oh no! I like the uh, drama. Mike, though. with that sweater, do you howl when making love, Dwight K. Schrute? Uh, absolutely. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. So, I for those of you more soundproof than this studio. Those of you who have been uh, sending me messages, um, yes, the book is coming out in the fall. Pig Latin, a seriously funny true story. If you want to get on the early list on this, the pre-sale list. That's fan fiction erotica, right? It is. Slide into my DMs and uh, send me your email address and I'll get it. I'm the one that's handling the email thread, so it won't be spammy or anything like that, but I'll I'll give a few updates. A couple little bonus things in there, some content you can share if you want to help me promote the book, but uh, slide into at Eric Tanzi official on Instagram or fail to stop on Instagram. doesn't matter. Um, and uh, I'll get you on that pre-sale order list. But I appreciate all you guys reaching out. Loving it. <laughs> Giddy up. Love it. All right. all right. Any other housekeeping stuff? What do we got? No. We Today's to- show is brought to you by Ghostbed, Blue Chew, and the United States Concealed Carry Association. Oh, I thought you were going to say the United States Marine Corps. 
I, I wouldn't let that be so awesome. It'd be the, fucking the rad, Marines dude. sponsor the show. <laughs> yeah, like we're endorsed by the United States Marines. I haven't won uh, a war in three years, but we're we're endorsed by them. So, oh, you know, you thought the Navy was the gay one, the gay branch, <laughs> but it's not. It turns out it's the Air Force. I I have this on my Twitter, but there's a meme, and uh, I'm sorry, not a meme. It's, it's a story uh, written on Military.com. Air Force Academy diversity training tells cadet to use words that include all genders. Drop, quote, mom and dad. And they have a picture uh, of one of the characters from Saving Private Ryan, like where he's calling out yeah. for his mom. You know, he's like, birthing parent. <laughs> birthing parent. I love my birthing parent. Fucking gay, dude. Oh, God. I got, uh, I had a lady. you're gay and you're offended, I don't even care, to be honest with you. Um, I had a lady yesterday that, that, um, got into like a minor debate with me at the skate park and she ended up leaving. She was like, oh, I just, you. you know, I preach to my kids every day that it's 2022 and that we have to be, we, we ha- it's our job as parents to learn the rules so that we no. can better. And I said, no, absolutely not. I was like, I'd rage against the machine all the time. I don't care what the rules are. I'm always raging against them constantly. Like I'm always going to question authority. There's no way in hell that I will not ever stop questioning the man. And I'm going to stick to my morals and principles always. So, I mean, I'll love the sinner. I'll love the sinner. I'll hang out. I'll break bread. But uh, I'm not going to tell you and sit here looking in the eyes and tell you that uh, you're more than welcome to be a transvestite and dance in front of a child for money. You want to be a transvestite and dance in a club for money or uh, consenting adults, go for it. Because that was our debate was uh, transvestites in libraries and schools. Uh, Nope. And if you hey, want to I'll, tell you, I'll tell you all it. right now. I'm, I'll, I'll go on record school. right now. You think transgenderism is valid? You, you're freaking crazy, dude. If you support it, you're just as crazy as the moron that thinks they have different genitals. I don't care if our sponsors come out. I mean, well, Tansy might care. I don't care, man. Screw you, people. You're you're dumb. You're literally that stupid. <laughs> you're that stupid. If you think one person can pretend to have other genitals that they don't have, and we're going to validate that, it's a psychological disorder, you morons. I mean, who does that with their kids? Comes, I feel like a cat today, Dad. Oh, good. I'm going to put your food in a bowl on the floor, you idiot. Nobody does. I saw like, it. Where does it I, stop? Stop it. Was... Vanderbilt University. Have you heard this uh, nonsense coming out of there? Dude, they had like uh, Matt Matt Walsh broke this. And they're, they're straight up lowering the age and promoting gender reassignment surgeries and hormone blockers for kids down to 14 now and saying that it's good money for the hospital. And if you don't like that culture, you need to find a different job. This is Vanderbilt. I'm like, what the heck is going on in this country, man? People I saw like, it. I saw a girl in Walmart the other day and she had a, <laughs> one of those, the, she had a furry butt plug in walking around Walmart with a little hole How in, do you her know it was in her butt. Maybe it was just taped to a cheek or something. No, um, it went into the back of the pants. I've got a picture. I'll post it. No, please don't. Uh, but I am like 99% <laughs> sure that, I mean, it might have just went into the pants and was like taped to a, 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 a G-string. But no, I, I'm pretty sure that that's the, the point there was that uh, she wanted everybody to know that she had a tail butt plug in in Walmart. I thought, man, that's so not appropriate. Dude, we, like, uh, what happened uh, to keeping your kinks inside know, the fucking uh, closet? Like, it's well, okay Mike, to have kinks. Mike sent me a... Uh... Of a video on Instagram the other day, <laughs> and it's somebody who is claiming to shift, shift, oh, shape, shift into a fox, shift into a fox, multiple animals, yeah, and then they felt the fox's energy, so they started hop. It was raining outside, that, yeah. They had a weird, mask dude. on. Sherry saw on uh, Facebook, like at the first day of school around here, like 
middle school kids coming home and telling their parents that they had furries in their class who got to bark or meow instead of raise their hand. I'm like, this this crap can't be tolerated. These yeah, kids, first of all, these parents need to be strung up in the street publicly. Second of all, these kids <laughs> need people who are going to actually tell them the truth. No, you're not. You're not an animal. You don't bark and meow to get attention. Well, like, right. that's not how you you have a hand. God gave you a hand. At my to school, raise. those people you're human were bullied you're human and you're a boy or a, or a girl period yeah like raise kids that won't be bullied and you don't have to be worrying about i said i wasn't gonna rant today guys who did this to me you <laughs> nobody, nobody <laughs> bro this is like your you. friday vent session now it's like it's like therapy get, for me it is. get it all out puts tell the us wolf how you feel michael tell out. us how you feel but i, I like my, I my feel like is, running a spear through these parents my thing is, is what, like, I feel. what happened to keeping your kinks in the closet? Like, you want to go home and wear panties as a boy? No, fine. that's not. Do it no, at home and no, don't let anybody know that you're doing it. That's not that's even good in private. It. No, that's unacceptable. If you're a dude that in the privacy of your bedroom with your uh, your spouse, your, your partner, if you are you in want. private and you wear women's underwear, no, you have a problem. You have a mental problem. That's not a kink. That's a mental problem. Dude, what if you just like the way it feels? What if you like no, the way that uh, you freak and you can like... you can sign off this podcast right now as my co-host right now. You can just exit off if you do that shit. Dude, you don't think panties sign feel off, better? Sign off. You do it. Boxers. Eric panties has 100%. are way more comfortable than boxers. He one hundred percent wears panties. Eric has one hundred percent wore his wife's panties. <laughs> no, those are you can see small. it in his eyes. <laughs> just look at him. That's a panty Dude, wear if never, I've ever seen one. Uh, panties are way more comfortable than boxers. I wish they made all men's what? underwear like panties with the little fluey things, the little flowery. What do they call that stitching on the side? Lace? I don't know because Lace? I am a, a strong <laughs> heterosexual man. I don't want <laughs> Oh, we could tell with that panties. shirt on. We could tell with your, your fucking hoodie Such on. That hoodie screams. Dude, me I'm and my wolves right now. Will teabag your face into oblivion. Mike's shirt you will screams like that he's wearing leggings underneath <laughs> with his like old shirt stays. His shirt stays are connected to his under holding up his leggings. <laughs> Failure to his stop Mantis. It's a new pantyos. line. Yes. Streaming pipe productions. <laughs> All right, we gotta shut up. I gotta stop ranting about the people who pretend uh that they're other genders and teach their kids that that's a possibility. Um All right. We gotta let's get to the breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> All right, walk walk me through this. Let's see. Let's let's critique the police and let's critique the dead guy. Uh, yeah. So I, you know today's today's episode. You know the big takeaway here, guys, is de-escalation is fine and dandy, right? I'm I'm pro de-escalation, but don't for one second think that de-escalation can't become very quickly something that's been escalated and not necessarily by you. And you'll see in this whole entire breakdown that these officers do an amazing job at de-escalation. However, this thing escalates very quickly and gets out of control at no fault of anything that they have done. So be prepared to de-escalate, but while you're de-escalating, always have, always have a plan to end it very quickly when, it, when de-escalation does not work. So um, I'm, I'm guessing we can just dive right into this, baby. We don't need to think any, we need to... Uh, well, Manscaped is it a sponsor. So what is the code? Is it Wolfpack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hydra Man um, Blue says, do you manscape before teabagging? I do if I'm trying to be a gentleman. Yeah, if you want to be a so, gentleman. Um, yeah. If you're doing it like, uh, what was it, Patty Pembroke? Um, I mean, the imagine UFC being fighter? on the forest floor and seeing a tree about ready to fall on top of you. That's not good. <laughs> I wouldn't want to see that same thing in the bedroom. 
<laughs> um, <laughs> it wouldn't be a tree. It'd be like a very small branch falling on you with a lot of leaves on it. A twig. <laughs> that twig has a lot of leaves. <laughs> Such a small branch. It looks much bigger when the leaves are gone. Trust me. All right. Yeah. We'll use code. Use code Wolfpack. Is that what it for Manscaped? Yeah, it saved twenty percent off. Yeah, it's a good deal too. You get the whole four package, and it cuts off that shipping and handling. It's twenty percent off. I mean, boom! It's a great deal. Very good deal. Um, Grab your Ocean, Ocean Wolfpack. It sucks because I didn't use the Wolfpack deal last year and this year. I'm like, damn it, dude! Could have used the Wolfpack deal. Get rid of your um, Wolfpack with code Wolfpack. Get rid of your your Manscaped Wolf that. Code Wolfpack. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, a little back backstory on this really fast. I don't know. Were we going to share the dispatch audio or do we not have that? We have it. Oh, um, well, yeah, let's just go ahead and jump right into that. We'll just play the dispatch audio really quick. And I only have a few points to make in the dispatch. This is a, this is a really, really great case of breakdown. Mind blowing. Hi there, my name Walmart Loss Prevention in Foothill Ranch. Um, I have two male subjects with a fake receipt shopping around the store. And you're off of town center, correct? Yes. And I'm sorry, your name again? Okay. And are they, um, what do you mean they're walking around with a fake receipt? Um, he has a fake receipt. It's a common fraud we see. Uh, he has it loaded on his phone. It's a fraudulent receipt. I clearly saw it in the electronics department. And they're just grabbing high ticket merchandise. They're going to walk out soon. And what do they look like? Um, both male, one uh, subject one so, is pa- uh, about five eight. So, um, did you did you have a Walmart in your jurisdiction where you had to pick yeah. up shoplifters? Dude, the longest foot chase I've ever been in was because the guy went out the garden section of Walmart, and yeah. I caught him coming out the garden like the side door, and then he booked it from me and ran the way past the grocery side of the walmart you know how long a walmart is yeah they're long as shit and at a dead sprint because there's no obstacles is a long way to run (laughs) all the way across the parking lot i was just like dude is this sprint ever going to end and it had like a gradual uphill um oh god yeah i uh for really nothing you know we had a walmart and we were there every day every day um, usually multiple times a day, catching shoplifters or, or ha- catching their shoplifters for them or picking them up. And, but one of the, one of the reasons we had to go so often was because they had policy changes and I don't know if it was regional or if it was like store wide, but, um, we had had a, a Walmart loss prevention person actually get attacked with a knife before. And so then they had to start calling on if they like, even if, if it was somebody that like put a pair of sheets in their in their coat, right? And they're going to walk out with a $30 set of sheets. If the Walmart loss prevention person saw a pocket knife like attached to the to the pants, their policy was like they had to call us and we had to come stop the person. Like yeah. they 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 didn't they weren't allowed to approach, but they yet they called the cops because someone's stealing merchandise. So we would constantly have to go into the store and then we're basically doing the Walmart job for them, which is stopping shoplifters when they leave the store or whatever. But because they're armed and someone had been stabbed in the past, past they had this policy change. So I'm very, very familiar with Walmart. So uh, 
they're doing what I would guess Walmart probably does all the time now, which is call the cops before they're walking out so that they get there sooner. So they haven't Amber, committed the crime yet. Right. But she's got enough experience knowing with this receipt thing, hey, these guys got a fake receipt. They're loading up high ticket merchandise. This is going to be a, what they call a walkout. They load the cart. They either just straight up push it out when the greeter's not looking or they show a fake receipt and try to get out. Amber HHH, who I always love to bomb in these chats. We've been bombing her in these chats for over a year. She says, I think the caller tried making the scenario worse. I disagree with you. And we're going to play the rest of the thing. I don't think the caller did that. Walmart loses $3 billion, an estimated $3 billion a year due to theft. $3 billion. Like, imagine True. that you are in charge of a company, loss prevention, and there's a number like $3 billion with a B. As in butt plug. Three billion <laughs> billions <laughs> that's a lot of money dude and and if you're a loss prevention officer and this guy is walking around with a big giant flat screen tv in his car in a fake receipt like there is there is a part of you that says damn dude like you want to walk out of here with a candy bar i'm not calling please i'm not getting involved because remember these guys are probably only making 16 dollars an hour so it's not like she overtly gives a shit about her job but like when you see somebody as blatant as this walking out with a massive high ticket item and blatantly having a fake receipt on their phone you're like come on dude come on yeah and i don't and go so I, don't, I, didn't, I don't think I she never makes went too crazy over orders. over merchandise and you know one of the things that some people will say about this is all this over what a tv or all this over you know x number of dollars of stuff and then, but it's not it's not like that. It's kind of as silly as saying all this over a broken taillight. It's like, well, the, it wasn't over a broken taillight. The cop wasn't like, you got a broken taillight, I'm shooting you. Like, that's not what happened, right? Like, it's it's more complex than that. But at the same time, when if someone stole a, uh, a set of, like, headphones or something from Walmart and ran, I'm going to be honest, I stopped, I stopped worrying about chasing them. Like I didn't, I, it's like, okay, this is a $40 pair of headphones. I'm not getting in my car and screaming lights and sirens after this no. dude on a cop chase over a $40, $40 pair of headphones. I'm not putting other people at risk over this. So you have to put it in perspective. But a lot of the people who steal at Walmart are also people who are robbing other places. Right. They're, uh, they're dealing heroin. They're doing all sorts of things. It's a comprehensive thing. It's not just... Yeah, but it's also it's also they're stealing bread for her kids. You know, right. this is it's also an escalation thing. It's like you start by stealing a couple of candy bars, then you start to steal the headphones. Now you're walking out with a big fucking TV. Like, where does it stop? Yeah. Next thing you're robbing a bank. I don't know. Um, I have no problem putting people in check when they're doing something extremely like like wrong, overtly wrong. Like you know you can't and walk you create, out of the store. You create a problem if you if you do not stop shoplifting or somehow. Uh, you really create a bad problem in your community because word does spread 100% of when they when people got away with stuff, what they got away with. They're telling their uh, their friends, the people that they hang out with, who are also drug addicts who steal things all the time and flip it at pawn shops and whatever else or trade it for drugs. They're telling everybody else. And you create a compound problem where people will drive 15, 20, 30 minutes in their cars to come to that Walmart to oh, steal yeah. because they yeah. get away with it, because the cops don't respond there, because the security sucks there, uh, they're lazy, whatever it is. And you create a community problem. And now you're, you're becoming a, a beacon for 
all sorts of criminal activity. And it started with something simple that you're like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Well, it is and it isn't, right? Like, so right. you kind of have to like take it a little bit case by case in terms of what your actual response is going to be. But at the end of the day, the less tolerance you have for bullcrap, the better your community is going to be. That's just that, just that simple. Yeah, I mean, I, I think if you set like a standard very high, like if, if I'm loss prevention at a Walmart, I'm going to set the standard very high that we're proactive and that this isn't the Walmart to come to if you think you're just going to freely walk out of here. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not going to be the loss prevention officer that has the highest theft rate in my district or county or region. You know what I mean? Like at some point, you got to take your job kind of seriously. Like if you want to be a good employee, I've always strived to be a good employee wherever I've worked. Um, I never took the jobs too seriously, but I right. always wanted to be a good employee. I wanted when I left that company for that company to be like, damn, man, that dude was an asset here. Um, not a part of the problem. He was always here to work. And so, you know, I don't, I've never been loss prevention, but I can tell you right now, I'm not tolerating it. Somebody's coming in with a fuck, walking out with a TV. No, I'm calling the police and I'm saying, look, this ain't a candy bar. This guy's got high ticket items and I'm not standing for it. Let's go ahead and play the dispatch really quick. I want you to pay attention to the description of the, of the, of the suspects. Five black male, male, Hispanic, okay, five eight. Hispanic, wearing all black, black hair. And next one, second male, white, um, bald with a like a patterned hat on, and real quick, wearing long cargo pants, brown with a blue shirt, white shoes. And he, they're in the electronics right now? They're in the hardware department now. Okay. Did they, have they put anything in their pockets? No, it's all big items. They're all what? It's all big items, uh, expensive big items. But where is the stuff at? Are they having a grocery cart or are they? Like, yeah, they have, they have it in the cart. Okay. I'm, yeah, I need to use this area real quick. Yeah, so far, I don't think the caller is escalating you want to stay on the phone with me if you think they're going to walk out, or do you want to call us back? I can call you guys back. Okay, I have a call on the board, so we'll get somebody out there, okay? Okay, awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Bye. 465 464 to Paul, Party 2995 at Walmart, 265025 Second subject, a male white bald, had a patterned hat, blue shirt, brown pants in the hardware department, and have a lot of expensive items in the cart. known. <clears throat> Amber in the chat said, I like this dispatch, but how the caller sounds like she is in danger as in her tone. Yeah, the when you're in loss prevention, and I, I did it for six years, that's why I, I know oh, okay. this stuff. So there, she's whispering because she's actually on the floor. She's right. on a phone that can call other department phones and can call out. So you usually have like literally um, a phone on you that it is a, it's a Walmart cell phone as something like that where she can call um, unless for some reason they get permission for them to use their personal phones to do that. So they're talking quietly because she's actually like watching them on the floor. So she's moving around trying to get close to see specifically what they're doing and get a best description um sometimes they're on the camera giving you these descriptions from an office and they'll be talking more normal but from her whispers 
that's she's she's near them and that's well, she why says let trying. me walk she said let me walk over there yeah, yeah. So so that's like, she's why. walking over there trying not to get her so she ain't got a gun or anything yeah. so she yeah, can't no, be she's, like she's just trying him. to be quiet and not disrupt yeah. draw attention to them that's all okay broad of subjects using fake receipt and taking items so now we've switched to body camera is that a fire lane? Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Can I go back really <laughs> uh -oh. quick? Oh no! So um, Deputy One, he's he's gonna walk up, and and you can't really see it in the video. You can't hear it, but he says, "I tried. I walked in there, and I was like, hey, uh, I can't hear what he's saying after that.'" And he says, "I'm not getting any answers. I don't think they've left yet, but I'd rather just." Uh, prevent this prevent this before it, turns, before into it something. turns into something so all automatically the cops in his brains like i'm gonna try to de-escalate this it's 9 30 at night um i don't know if this is a friday or or what day of the week it is but um you can tell that these cops aren't wanting to get in the mix right now and it's probably because midnight's coming and they've probably got another shit show that they've got and, and that's normally what we would do right 9 30 at night you're like dude it's going to pop off with domestics and we're going to be, we're going to be so far behind in calls to like four in the morning, starting at midnight. I am not going to back us up going to jail on a theft call at nine 30 PM when we're getting really close to the witching hour and everybody's going to be busy and no cop wants you to do that. So it's really shunned upon. They'd be like, Oh God, Mike went to the fucking jail on a theft knowing that it's Thursday night and the clubs are about to be popping off in two hours and he's wasting time on a bullshit theft. Like, fuck Mike. You know what I'm saying? So you can see that kind of attitude in these cops right now. They do not want to take anybody to jail or tie up any of their time. Go ahead and hit play. I walked walk in there and I was like, hey, I'm not getting any answers. I don't think they left yet, but I'd rather just prevent this before it turns into something. It's usually what I do. I mean, there's times where I've gone in. Yeah. yeah and that's there's times where I've waited for them to come out, but it's just like... Yeah, they already know we're here. Like I just, I walked the whole like. Front. Now these guys are walking. I'll go through that way. Yeah, yeah. You want to go through that way? What's I'll go name? this way. All right. For our viewers, they're walking Is with their close? hands, just chill, they're relaxed. Close. What? Yeah, they're almost hoping that just by being there, that these guys will know that they're there and just dump the project and just leave. Right. Now he's trying to get into the grocery side door, which is locked. Does this connect? But somebody's going to gonna open it. What's that? Does this connect over there too? Yes, to that entry? Okay. But, but the other door's open, but this one is closed. Okay, thank you. Very polite and courteous to the uh, attendant there. Hi, is well, there a d around here? They're looking for the loss prevention officer. Walking through the Walmart. They're up at the front of the Walmart. And then everything's like calm. Like people are just walking by. People are buying stuff. Nobody's staring at the cops. The cops don't look like they're menacing. They don't. They're not like on a mission at this point. They're just kind of casually walking. They're both by themselves. You can see them kind of approaching each other at this point. Loss prevention. She doesn't think there's any loss prevention here today. Well, uh, let me let me fetch. Now one employee says there is no loss prevention today. Another employee is going to say, I do think they're working. So even even the people that work at Walmart don't know loss prevention's working because loss prevention's trying to catch even employees. Employees. 
Uh, go ahead and pause it real quick because we have a good question here. There isn't really a crime until they walk out, right? Um, so it depends on the state, but I can uh, we can compare and contrast at least Michigan and North Carolina. In Michigan, uh, stealing basically at a store like this is called retail fraud. If the item is for sale, what's crazy is you could steal an item for sale that is only like 30 bucks and that's a misdemeanor. But if you steal an item that's not for sale, it's a felony. It's called larceny in a building because it's an item not for sale. It's a really weird thing. But uh, the way that the law is written in Michigan is that you take the taking of that item that is uh, has value and is for sale with the intent to permanently deprive. So the way that that is practically shaken out in Michigan is if I'm in the if I'm in, like I used the example of sheets earlier. So if a guy is in the in this home decor section, puts a pair of sheets in his coat, zips it up and walks away, he has demonstrated the intent to permanently deprive. He doesn't have to walk out of the store in order for that crime to be committed. You could arrest him in the store if he left that department, if he had concealed the item, and walked away the taking of an item with the intent to permanently deprive. That is enough to meet the standard of, uh, of, of intent to permanently deprive. So that's how we would do it in Michigan. You do not – so many people are under the impression, you can't arrest me. I didn't, I didn't leave the store. Doesn't matter. Does not matter at all. It literally made no difference in court ever. You met the, you met the burden. That's it. You're done. Yeah, and Raleigh, it was conceal, the, a concealment of goods. Mm -hmm. So if you were concealing goods um, – like if you were shoving things down your pants or uh, putting things in your pocket, you can, that, that was a charge in itself, concealing of goods. And then a, a, you have misdemeanor theft too. Drew Breezy brought up a good point that says in a lot of States passing the point of sale is the threshold in most States. Yeah. There's um, a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of differences. Now I know for a fact that many stores have a policy that their loss prevention is not going, they won't stop anybody until they've passed all points of purchase. But the police, like when we responded, like Walmart, their policy was they can't stop until they pass all points of purchase. But when we got there, we're like, screw this, man. I'm not standing outside waiting for these people to finish doing what they're going to do. I'm going to go in. I'm going to address these people and I'm going to arrest them or not. Like it's, I'm just going to confront them right now, wherever they're at in the store. I'm not messing around waiting for them to come out. So it just right. depends. Mike's not going to sleep on it, but if he were going to sleep on it, he would do it on a ghost bed. Right now, uh, ghost bed has been a loyal sponsor since day one. Everybody worries about them. Super comfortable mattresses, and they're made in the good old USA. These aren't some Walmart bullshit mattresses. This is the real deal. Mike sleeps on one. Elijah sleeps on one. All the drinking bros sleep on one. One of our favorite parts about ghost bed is that each mattress has that cooling technology, so if you get hot at night, like uh, we do here in good old North Carolina, uh, these things are a lifesaver, man. You can get a bundle. You can bundle everything together if you want it. Um, if you want a mattress and adjustable base or you want to pick your bundle, uh, you can get everything that you need. Right now, GhostBed is offering the flash sale of 40% off of GhostBed bundles where you get a mattress and adjustable base. If you use that promo code Wolfpack, that's GhostBed.com forward slash Wolfpack or 30% off everything. If you use the code Wolfpack at GhostBed.com forward slash Wolfpack, $35 a month, zero down, zero financing. And that's if you have... Lasro Lopez, Lopez credit. Happy birthday, by the way, to Lasro Lopez. Happy birthday. I think you turned Good job being born, today. buddy. We good know job it wasn't being easy, especially born. with that head of hair. But uh, if you want to sleep so good, it's scary. Head over to ghostbed.com and use that promo code uh, Wolfpack and you'll get like 35% off. Okay. So these guys, um, we, we've kind of covered 
that uh, the the call taker, no, nothing's really been escalated here in my it opinion. It certainly doesn't seem to me that Very, these guys are showing up looking for a problem. Nah, these guys aren't looking for a fight uh, at all. Matter of fact, um, one thing that we didn't cover when talking about uh, crossing the threshold and everything like that, anybody can refuse you the right to service. Yeah, this is a private. Yeah, private this is property. a private company. So what they, uh, what we can always remember, if you're a law enforcement officer or your loss prevention or anything like that, is we just don't have to simply serve them. If we think that they're stealing, um, if we have proof that they're stealing, all right, it doesn't have to be a criminal thing, but we can trespass them off the property because it's private. If I don't like mm -hmm. the way you're behaving, I don't have to let you into my distillery. Just, just if I don't like you, get out. If you want to civilly sue them later. I mean, if you want to, you know, take the chance of getting civilly sued later, I mean, that's something you'll have to, to think about. But there's nothing to say that you can't re refuse service. So go ahead and hit play on that that tape. Female suspect. Okay, so go ahead and stop. Do you not want to refuse service? Let's go ahead and stop this really quick. So this is something to think about that, that most people miss all the time. These cops are supposed to be looking for one Hispanic male and one white male. Yeah. But when adrenaline goes up and your brain is thinking of all the things. Now, this loss prevention officer, uh, she's no warrior, right? She's a very heavy set female, um, you know, basically wearing pajamas, it looks like, uh, you know, trying to fit in with the vibe. But she's not a trained <laughs> professional you know, uh, warrior or anything like that, but she's thinking, what is my policy? What are my protocols? I need to call her adrenaline's kind of going up because she's, you know, probably was, didn't think she was going to stop a high ticket theft, uh, suspect this evening, but she's given a terrible description of these two human beings. Uh, one is a white female, not bald at all. And the other dude is not a white male. He's a Hispanic male. And the pattern hat is going to be like one of those Irish golf hats. Right. Um, and I'm not even sure that it's blue. So, uh, you never know what a suspect description is going to be when you get there. Also, they spend a lot of time, you know, a good minute, 45 seconds, even trying to find a loss prevention officer, which one employee said they don't, that doesn't even exist. So now the cops could be thinking, is this kind of like one of those swatted calls where like it's an angry girlfriend? You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's yeah. the cops are trying to process all this. So a lot of information to process. It's not just as in clean cut and easy as everybody thinks. Go ahead and hit play. Um, Do you want to refuse service to them? I saw an actual Walmart plus person on his phone faking okay. that he was using electronics in their, um, there's high-end merchandise in their carts. You think they're going to try to return it? No, I think they're going to try to show a fake receipt in Walmart. Yeah. I lost sight of them. They were men's last, but I will walk her so she has more. She's scanning it right now, but... Is it these people right here? Is it lady with the hood? I don't know what you're looking at. What are you looking at? <laughs> and they're standing like 10 yards from these two people. That's so funny. Where are from? They're right here, like literally right in front of them. Like they're pointing at the suspect. Do you want to refuse service? So, okay, go ahead and pause it. Um, <laughs> what's... What's happening here? I can put myself in these guys' shoes. These two cops want nothing to do with this. Nothing. They want nothing. They literally want to do nothing with this. They're hoping for the best possible... Well, the best possible thing was that there was no loss prevention person there and they could have just left. The second best thing would be... Uh, that's why they... He has asked her like multiple times, do you want to refuse them service? Like... 
and he's got a great point. Why let them finish the crime? Like, why let them get to a point to where you have to sort out a fake receipt and which items did they pay for, which are they trying to get away with? Why not just tell them they got to leave? Why not just say, we're refusing you service? And then sign the paper that you told them, ID them, get them out the door. That's it. Yep. Get this done in five minutes. Bang out a quick narrative. You're done. Ten minutes later, you're on the road again. You're off yep. to get your you're off to get your fuel for midnight shift or whatever it is that they're doing. Or go home if they're at the end. You know what I'm saying? Like right. they want nothing to do with this. So um, I like to. Th- I mean, I'm trying to process this as I see it because I've never. I, this might be something I've seen before. The end. The actual shooting. I I don't know. Um, might not be what I'm the same thing that I'm thinking of. But either way, a lot of times people are like that cop was too amped up. You know, these guys, if anything, are the opposite of amped up. They like are pushing work off. They're trying to not encounter these people. Yeah. So. And and here's the other funny thing, too. Like you've got to they've got to be thinking the same thing. They are literally standing at the end of a cash register. The bagging area. They're standing there while the people that are trying to steal are physically in the line trying to show this fake receipt they're within like 10 yards of each other maybe closer than 10 yards in football terms and they're like there's no way that these assholes are going to do this with us standing in our full od green border patrol style (laughs) uniform with outer plate carriers you know guns you know in plain sight like there's no way that these guys are going to steal with us standing right here like they think that they're just their show their presence alone and i'm going to be honest with you if i was stealing something and two cops were standing at the end of the bagging line of right where I'm trying like, to abort. steal shit. Time I'm, to like, abort. I'm like, yeah, you got me. I'm not. Let's I'm try not this at a different this. Walmart. Let's go to a different Walmart. All right. Hit play. It's up to you. We can just stand here, I guess. <laughs> Is he in the blue hat? Oh, okay. Well, we're filming now. well, he sees this. Is what he says. Service. Mm-hmm. You want us to do that yeah. so it's easier, so we don't create a big fuss in here? Brilliant. Oh, oh you're sure that's a fake receipt? That's why I wanted to wait until they actually walked in. Like, how'd you see it on the I was, like, right next to the shopping, actually, and oh. had that receipt. Yeah, she was shopping, so is she even working? I don't know what's going on there. She fake shops, you know? What's up, guys? Yeah, but... All right, here we go. What's up, man? So I don't know what's going on. I guess they are saying you guys have like stolen before. All right, pause it really fast. Pause it really fast. I'd like to say at least they have their masks on because when you shoplift, safety is really something you shouldn't leave behind. All right, so nobody else in the store is wearing a mask. None of the officers are wearing masks. So this is post-mask period of 2022. She is wearing a very elegant sweater with a scarf and a black mask and her hat away. He is wearing, what kind of hat is that? You know what I'm talking about? Like the English yeah, or the a, Irish style? The, I call them whiskey hats, but they're, yeah. They're, a whiskey hat. He's wearing a whiskey hat with yeah. a collared shirt, a buttoned up collared shirt, and very nice jeans, very nice shoes. These guys do not look like tweakers. They don't look like meth heads. They don't look like gang members. They look like average Joe citizen. I encourage you to watch our YouTube video and look at these gentlemen. Because right now I'm looking at this and it looks like a guy that's going golfing that's and his wife's just like, they do not look, I would have been like, yeah, that guy's not stealing shit. Like, you, you'll leave this Walmart now by order of the Peaky Blinders. So this isn't like the cops are profiling. <laughs> like, this guy looks like an astute gentleman. She looks like, you know, a well-to-do white woman 
they're not racially profiling these folks. It's not like gang members or anything like that. And they treat like this is a great example of how you treat everybody the same. Yeah, it looks like he's got because some serious moobage. To be, yeah, he does. He does look a little bit like he's got some man. He's got boots. some dangler ones. Uh, danglers. But I, you know, like as a cop, I would be like, well, are you sure that these guys are stealing something? But this cop doesn't care. He's like, all right, it's everybody's the same. Walmart doesn't want to serve them. I'm going off loss prevention. I'm not going to question this. <laughs> Roll of that beautiful bean footage. Only merchandise to you guys, and they have that right. So that's fine. I I believe you, but they're a manager, and they don't want you guys in the store. They feel like you guys are about to steal. I guess you have a fake Walmart receipt on your phone. No. Okay. Well, we don't have to get into that. You guys just want to leave peacefully. You guys want to do that? Okay. That way's uh, closed. That exit. We'll walk you guys out this way. You want the fast pass, right? They come back. And then you got the senior officers like, no, dude, we got to at least trespass them. Okay, cool. So we're just going to go to our car, get your info, and then they're going to put a trespassing thing on you guys, okay? So we can do this civilly. What? Yeah. All right, pause it. Like, this guy's really tricky. Like, he's removing his mask. He's like, are you sure I'm the right person? Am I the right person? Again, they're dressed very nice. Am I the right person? Are you sure it's me? You know, you as a cop are thinking, uh, you can't get roped into that. These cops do a great job of not getting roped into that. They're like, doesn't matter, dude. We're not going to get into all that. Doesn't matter if you're the right person or not the right person. They don't want you in the store. We're going to remove yeah, you Yeah, he the even store. tries to throw a bone. Like, I believe you. I believe you. Yeah. Right? Like, doesn't really matter. I'm on your team, dude. Yeah. I'm team fat booby golfer <laughs> I'm team. Guy. I'm team uh, patty hat moobs. Now, patty hat booby. Patty hat booby wear, boy. If he wears a bra, is, is he violating the mic rules? Because I feel like a guy yep. like this might need to wear a bra. A bro? Do us all a favor. A man's ear? <laughs> the bro that's a seinfeld reference for all you people that watch good tv all right all right we're gonna go let's just do this outside by our car no one you're not going to jail or anything we're just gonna do this trespassing so you guys can't come back here it doesn't matter we're gonna go to my car we're not gonna do this inside this walmart people are trying to shop okay you guys are detained right now you're not going to jail but if you guys want to make this a fuss hit then we can pause <laughs> i know you love this us telling you to hit pause all the time i know it's annoying uh you could have given me the mouse. I could have done it. But um, the reason that they have to do this, and it is legal, because I know a lot of people will be like, well, they can't. If they're just asking them to leave, they have no right to detain them. Yes, they do, because they're being formally trespassed, right? Mm -hmm. If someone is going to be formally trespassed, there has to be documentation of it. You can't just say guys with moobs can't come in Walmart anymore. That's not how it works. You have to be specific. This guy, this guy's name can't come into Walmart anymore, and... They sign it acknowledging that they've been trespassed. The loss prevention person has to sign it, right? And then you put it on record. You know, it's it, it will be a file that if if he's ever there again, there will be a report of trespass. And then that escalates to other, you know, subsequent crimes if you violate, you know, a trespass order or something like that. So they do have every right to legally detain them. They do have every right to identify them and make sure that their information is the is correct so that that is who is being trespassed. All right, hit play. Let's just leave this store peacefully while people try to shop. Let's keep walking. Okay, follow her out. He says, I left something in my shopping cart. He's walking back to his cart and he grabs the phone that has the fake receipt and they can yeah, the see the receipt, receipt right on there. the phone. Yeah, okay, stop stealing, let's go. I don't do this, you're like 40 years old and you're still stealing, dude. Get a job, let's go. 
Don't reach for it. Oh shit. Get okay, stop. Stop, stop. So the other cop goes, hey, you know he's got a knife on him, right? And it's not a fucking like pocket knife. It is a fucking K-bar. This guy's <laughs> got a fucking K-bar on his hip. Like a full of okay, so he's wearing a dark blue button up collared shirt. Like a nice one, probably from Kohl's on the discount route. With nice <laughs> jeans. <laughs> I do like I've Kohl's. Seen that. I do like Kohl's. It's got the stiff collar. Crazy That's for why Kohl's cash, Kohl's. My, my man. Um, and he's got nice shoes and nice jeans with the whiskey hat. So the guy looks dapper-ish. Just a little bit heavy set. And But then he's got this tan leather sheathed K-bar that's poking out the bottom of his thing. The cop goes, you know he's got a knife right there. Homeboy reaches. He doesn't grab the bottom of the knife to be like, yeah, I've got a knife. He grabs the handle of this K bar. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Somebody asked uh, in the comments about explaining a fake receipt. So there's a lot of ways that you can get to the point to where it's fake. Sometimes they're, they're called theft rings. And this is a real thing where there's let's, let's just make it, simple and say there's a dozen people who all get together and they form a theft ring. This is a real thing, right? To where for a season of life, they're hitting different stores, running different scams, and they're doing it all together. So what they may do is they may start by picking out the merchandise that they think is easiest to pass and they will buy it for real. They'll pool their money. They'll buy it for real. They'll get all the UPCs, all that stuff, and they'll have a real receipt. That way, all they have to do is fake the date. Then they go on a computer and they generate it. They actually print out on like receipt paper. They go buy like receipt printers and mimic it with the date and the right UPCs. You know, there's all sorts of different ways that they try to do that. Now there's digital receipts from online purchases, from other things that they try to pass off and just flash these receipts. Um, yeah, up I to, this up to and including a totally fake receipt that they just hope nobody checks. But what will happen is you'll see like you've got a cart full of big items. A greeter is going to be like, oh, what's the biggest thing here? So this TV, they look at the UPC and they look at the last four digits. They look at the receipt. They're like, okay, yeah, you're good. Like, they picked an item at random, check the UPC, it's the same one, and that's why they're in the store. They're like looking and they're making sure that the UPC of that, you know, 40-inch TV is the same as the one that they're, you know, have on the receipt, all that kind. Of, that's why they have the receipt out while they're doing this is they're matching up the items exactly to make sure that if they get checked on, they're going to pass the the quick check. All right, hit play. Sorry, Get the sorry. Fuck out of the store. I'm not playing around. I don't, How stupid go. are you? Hold this I'm shit. I'm trying to take it. Put your hands behind your back. Hey, All right, here. Stop, 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 stop. So some people are like, why is the cop so angry at the night thing? Um, the cop is angry, and I've been in this situation before. The cop is angry because the dude just went and reached for a knife and literally looked like he was trying to pull the knife out of its sheath. The other cop's like, hey, he's got a knife on him. And homeboy reaches for the knife like he's going to draw. Not like pats it or not like like puts his hands out to show him that he's got a knife like any reasonable person. No, he goes right for the handle of the knife and grabs it like he's pulling the knife out of its sheath. And all these cops grab his arms. They're like, what are you doing? And they have to force him to let go of the knife. This cop is now pissed because he's like, are you fucking serious, dude? I almost fucking shot you. Because you're reaching for a knife over a stole. Like, what is wrong? Like, how stupid are you, dude? Like, you're trying to ruin my life by making me shoot you because you're too stupid. You got more deputies that have showed up here, too. 
Right. Okay. So now hit play. Like this is why the cops pissed off because he's like, "Don't you understand that I could I could kill you?" Drop the phone. We're gonna put you in handcuffs because I don't know if you have other weapons. Stop. If you fight, you're if you fight, you're gonna get on the ground. ground. You're gonna get thrown on the ground. I'm promising you right now, you're not gonna win this fight. He's Stop. bigger than every cop there, Stop. by far. Stop. Stop. He's taller and thicker. We're putting you in handcuffs. He's telling hey, the cops to stop. He's turning on the cops. He's yelling at other cussers to help him. He's jerking away. He's pulling all of his arms. All while yelling, I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. These guys aren't even heavy breathing or nothing. They're not amped up, actually. Oh, he's like really fighting. He's pushing all the cops against the wall. Using his weight. Now he's now he's free of the cops. He just snatched. He just went full aggressive. Now the fight is on. He's fighting. They're fighting. They get him down to the ground. He's fighting still. He's trying to roll over. And they shoot him right in the head. Um, pause the film. Um, so Man, that escalated quickly. As we're about to see in the other, as we're about to see in the other shots here, this guy is not trying to get rid of the gun. They didn't just see a gun in this guy's waistband and shoot him. This guy was actively trying to pull this gun out of his waistband. I can't think of any other reason why you would fight the cops like that, shove cops into a wall, blade yourself and posture yourself in a fighting position, and when you get on the ground, roll to your side and draw a gun out of your waistband. I don't know why he would have grabbed that knife that way. I think this dude was full-on fight. Like, there was no fight. Come to find out, he's going to have a lot of warrants for his arrest. Yeah, so he, he knows just leaving the store is one thing. But his his demeanor does change when he's told we got to go out and identify you. You're gonna come to my car. That's when things get weird for him. He's just like, oh boy, I'm fucked. And once they find out who I am, I'm going to jail. And he didn't want to go to jail. It's probably not just jail. He's, he, I mean, I don't know, but I mean, he might be an illegal immigrant. Now he here's a good a thing card. because we're gonna see, we're we're gonna see another angle, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, because that was the video. I have seen that clip, and if. If that's all the media gives you, and if that's all an anti-cop type outlet is going to give you, you're going to be like, they saw a gun and just shot him in the head. They freaked out and just shot him. And it's like, just because someone has a gun on him, you, you don't get to shoot them. But that's not the whole story. That's why no. body cams don't always tell the whole story. What if that was just one cop there, and that was the only angle you had? That's well, all I'm you had to you go on in court. I'm glad you brought that up because what you're about to see in, in, in the next second of this video is what made this thing go viral. And the only reason they released this whole tape was because what you're about to hear, the public did not like. And we preach this all the time, but I want to spoil it for you. Before we play that, though, uh, today's show is uh, brought to you by the United States Carry Conceal uh, Association. Um, if you're going to carry concealed, if you're carrying a gun, this guy obviously should have been a part of the USCCA. He, if he was part of the USCCA, he would have known all the things not to do to get shot in the fucking head. Um, right now, you can go to www.uscca.com uh, forward slash Wolfpack. Uh, that's the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. They have 650,000 members. I cannot drive 
45 minutes down the road without seeing at least three stickers on the back of cars. I am a member. How now, many members? Um, you're supposed to be a member because they gave us free membership. I know. How many members are there? 650,000. Is it really? Yes. Dang, um, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, they uh, they that give on classes. You get free classes, free YouTube video, video conferences. You get online classes that are uh, increase your situation, uh, situational awareness, um, help you shoot accurately and better under pressure, fortify your home against intruders. They show you de-escalation techniques, um, all the things that you can and can't do to protect your family and whatever state you're on. You can uh, that you get a free magazine every month. Um, you get to you become level one, two, or three USCCA qualified. You get access full access to their insurance so that if you do shoot somebody, you get legal representation. They have a 24 hour rapid response team so that if you do end up getting in a situation, you call the 24 seven number, they're going to come to you. They're going to tell you to shut your fucking mouth. They're going to tell you what to do with your firearm. They're going to tell you what happens next so that you don't go to jail. So you don't get caught up in some bullshit when you shoot somebody and you're doing the right thing. Cause if you're part of the USCCA and you've got access to their magazine, you got access to all their classes, you get access to their uh, seminars free. You get to go to their seminars for free. They're expos for free. Once you're, once you're a member, once you've done that, there's no way you're getting involved in a shooting. It's not justified. So you really want to have um, those perks and, and those things. You also get discounts. Um, you're back. They're backed by six sour, uh, several other um, holster companies, and, and it's, it's, it's kind of like a family. It's like a concealed carry family. So if you're going to carry a firearm, uh, you definitely want to be a part of the USCCA. With some creepy uncles that might wear women's underwear. Yeah, you can protect yourself against the creepy uncle, uncle that Tramzy. wears women underwears. Uncle <laughs> Skate Daddy at the park with his thong sticking out. Um, here's a funny thing. I was at a podcasting event and saw a very, uh, I won't say who it was, but it was a podcasting guy that I uh, actually followed. And I saw him, the, a little G-string poking out the back of his of his pants. And I pointed out to several other people. And we had a good laugh at it. I still don't have the answer. He says it's a man hammock. Um, Intriguing. It's weird, very weird to me, though. I'm, I'm not wearing a man hammock. Unless it's for a party favor. I'll wear a thong for a party favor. No. You know, like a dance, like a dance off. Nope. Um, actually, my wife met me the first time she met the me. Tearaway pants. <laughs> no, I was wearing a first time my wife met me. I was wearing a banana hammock. It had a zipper. I had a cowboy hat on. Um, I was way intoxicated. I was like 24 years old. But um, that, yeah, she met me. I was wearing a cowboy hat and a thong, a uh, banana thong. That was it. That's all I was wearing. I think I had cowboy boots on. Fancy. But uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, US, uh, USCAA is uh, USCCA is a huge supporter of our podcast. We're a huge supporter of them. We want everybody to carry appropriately so you don't get smoked in the back of the head like this asshole. All right, let's go ahead and play this next part. That's a very crucial part of this film, which made this film basically go viral. Go ahead. Are you, you wanting the other angle? No, no, no. Just keep playing from where we were at. Back it up just a little bit further. Back it up a little bit further. No, keep going back. All right, listen. Nice, nice, nice. nice. All right, nice. stop right there. Oh, because he said that. Yeah. So, the way this uh, thing came out was they showed just the part of the video from Walmart cam that you saw, and the news is going to publish this thing as Orange County deputies shoot theft, uh, uh, shoot execute, uh, <laughs> you know, theft, blah blah blah, and they're going to say nice, nice, nice. Okay, well, when it all comes out and it's all said and done, 
and they play the totality of this one. You see the cops didn't escalate this. You see that nobody escalated this, but the guy and the person that says nice, nice is not a cop. It is a civilian that's saying, I'm here to help. I'm here to help gun gun. And they shoot him. And he's like, nice, nice. But it's like, almost like, I bet you this guy might have, I don't know who this guy is, but let me speculate for a minute. If you're a jujitsu guy, if you're a veteran, if you're something like that and you're seeing cops going and you're, you're rooting for the cops, you're like, let's do the right things. Let's do the right things. And you're like, okay, right. Good. Good. You guys are doing good. He's got a gun. Boom. Shoot him. Nice. Great job, boys. I'm a huge (laughs) fan of you back the blue baby, but that wasn't a cop that said it. Even if it was a cop that said it, I don't have a problem with that because you don't know how your brain reacts when you're going through a stressful situation. Me for one, I'm a huge talker. And and it's really funny because I had a rookie one time. We had an officer involved shooting and we were responding to it. And he was like, Whoa, dude, you were so methodical with your checklist. We were driving. I said, all right, man, you got your blue lights on. We're going to be driving fast. Your seatbelt on good. Got your seatbelt on. All right, go ahead and uh, flip that hood on your holster because when we get out of here, we're going to be going fast. Do you have a plan on how to get your seatbelt off, bud? He was like, yeah. And I was like, hey, I get it. We're going fast. We're tra- changing lanes. I want you to know that we're about 30 seconds coming on. When we get there, you need to already have a plan in your brain of how you're getting your seatbelt off and you're getting out of this car because we might be in a gunfight when we get there. And he was like, okay, all right. Well, we got done with that. Luckily, we were not in the gunfight, but an officer had been shot and a suspect had been shot in the throat. And we got to, you know, we, we got in on the action of, you know, life-saving stuff. But, you know, he said at the end of this, in the little after-action review, he said, hey, man, my training officer um, brought up a really great point while we were responding. When we were 30 seconds out, he said, hey, I need you to have a, a way, I need you to be thinking about manipulating your seatbelt. He said, I never thought about manipulating my seatbelt. When we got there, I might have tried to get out of the car before I ever got to my seatbelt. So I'm this kind of guy that goes through in my brain and I'm methodically trying to talk my way through a very stressful situation. And I might be the guy that says, okay, seatbelt off. All right, we're engaging. Nice, nice. Good job. Suspects down. So I might be that guy that says that. Yeah. Because that's the I way my brain I wouldn't falls. care what a cop says after that. You know what I'm saying? No. Like it doesn't, right. the actions, actions are what matter. Did they escalate that situation? Did they go in with the intent at any point was the cop were the cops the ones that escalated anything and at no point were they the ones that did that at, at zero points there there was yeah. no part of them in fact everything objectively points to them never wanting to be involved in this at all they were hoping to kind of leave <laughs> before they right. ever even encountered them so all right and also now that they've a loud shot has gone off in Walmart. Uh, Hydra Man brings up a great point everybody's ears are ringing at this point so everybody's going to talk a little bit louder from here on out Go ahead. Team 464, shots fired, 1033, Walmart, stage 91. Now, now you can hear the change in his voice, right? I got it. 464, subject's going to have a gunshot wound to his head, and 891. All right, go ahead and stop it really quick. Let's go ahead and talk about this really quick. Um, the, The officer's out of breath. Mm-hmm. Now he was never out of breath before this. They were calmly talking. Oh, he's hey, got a I'll punch massive you in the face. adrenaline dump going I'll punch on right you. now. There is such an adrenaline. You can see that his voice. Uh, he's I, he, adrenaline is now taking over. I bet you this cop's situational awareness is dialed into probably a three foot by three foot space. He probably can't see anything yeah. going on in that building besides the probably two feet off the side of his eyes and three feet in front of his face. And that's just, that's a psychological thing. He's probably not breathing. 
He's probably thinking so much about what he's going to say on the radio, what he's got to do next, that he's forgetting to breathe and he's out of breath. And, you know, a lot of people make fun of cops in all sorts of scenarios about why are they out of breath? These guys need to get in shape. You can see even here that he's done nothing to exert himself. That is just the effects of adrenaline, baby. And that is why we have to talk ourselves through even taking off a seatbelt. And that is why... It can be easy if not properly yeah, the trained whole, the whole to shoot somebody without a taser. Thing. If you're on a hot call, yeah, like you're talking about, you're running, you're running, you know, you're screaming down the road. Hopefully, in your Crown Vic, R.I.P. But you're uh, you're you're taking you're taking steady deep breaths. You're looking left and right. You're keeping yourself in the moment versus getting lost um, in in tunnel vision. And they teach you they teach you this stuff, but it's it's hard to overcome. You have to be very very intentional with it because those sort of like tunnel vision moments can creep up on you. And it's a, it's a physiological thing too. When your heart rate gets so high, Mm -hmm. there are certain things that your brain will not do anymore. And there are certain things your, your literal digits won't do anymore the right way. Like, and it's a physiological reaction to a real dump of adrenaline and a heart rate. And when that stuff starts happening, there are things that will happen that are, almost become beyond your control at that point, which is why early on in situations like that, officers are encouraged and and good officers continually practice things like combat breathing and um and doing certain physical routines when they when they know they're headed into that hot situation to keep themselves grounded, their heart rates low, which is as somebody mentioned made a joke earlier, how do you know if someone trains BGJ, they're gonna tell you. But but that's that is one of the reasons why that kind of training is really, really good is because yeah. when you're in very stressful situations regularly where someone's trying to you know, physically harm you, so to speak, in a safe environment, your heart rate will be lower in the real world when you're going through those situations and you make better decisions. You think clearly, you stay more calm, even in the face of an adrenaline dump. Anyway. Right. And it's something that you have to fight. Like you have to know that that's coming. And if you haven't been in that situation before, or you're a rookie cop. Um, and when you read my book, you're going to see lots of examples at the very beginning chapters where I have a real problem in my early on in my career. Um, trying, I, I just had different ways of working through it coming from the military that are not acceptable as a police officer that you can't act that way in the military. You can act a certain way after a shooting the police department. You can't. And so um, you, you can, you know, it's something that you definitely have to work and practice on. Um, and that's on the range. And that's why you should be doing sprints, you know, dry fires while you're working out in your, you know, the safety of your own home after your gun's been clear and all the, the other things. But, you know, you should be working on how to work through stress. And jujitsu is a great, um, a great way to do that if you have the time and money to do it. Put uh, hit play. Where'd she go? Dude, where'd she go? We're good. She ran out. Four six four. Yeah. Everybody's out of breath. There's gonna be a female suspect on foot. There's gonna be a blonde, white. And um, right now we're gonna get another angle. Um, Okay, wait right here. uh, Yeah, this is this a picture of her running. No, this is uh, before the shooting. Oh. And she's gonna take off. So don't reach in your. I I don't care. I don't know that. They're physically fighting homeboy right now. Um, they're fighting him up against the water cans. She's just standing there. Hey, look, dude. You're the other officer smart. leaves her. Stop resisting my partner. I'm sorry. Don't freak out. I'm freaking out, please. Don't freak out. 
He looks like Pat from Fight Club. Yeah. yeah. Or no, uh, his name again. What's that guy's name? I say Pat, like from Saturday Night Live. Can you grab this? Can you grab this? Now he's really free. Yep, here we go. He's not going into cuffs. Now he's pushing the cup off of him. He goes to his back, reaches for a gun. I'm helping. He's got a gun! He's got a gun! This guy's. All right, so the guy that says, I'm going to help, I'm, I'm helping. helping. I'm helping. He's got a military haircut, a military hoodie. Yeah. I, that guy's either. Mil uh, the guy was probably military. Or another cop from another agency, but I don't think he would say nice like that. Hey, drop the phone. We're gonna put you in handcuffs. I don't know if you have other weapons. Stop. If you fight, if you fight, you're gonna get on the ground. You're gonna get thrown on the ground. I'm promising you right now, you're not gonna win this fight. Stop. I'm trying to call my wife. Stop. I'm trying to call my wife. He says. Stop. His wife's right there. I'm trying to call my wife. What's this guy think he's gonna do though? For real. He's only got one option. He know he can't outrun him. He's gonna try to kill someone. Oh yeah. Because he can't outrun them. Everybody's being very polite to him. Like they could have dumped this dude on his face in a heartbeat. They should have, actually. Right. He's reaching for that gun right now. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. And he's trying to go forward with it. Oh, look at that. And he's got the knife, the big K bar. There you go. Now we'll watch the surveillance camera really quick. You can kind of fast forward to the juicy part of the the body camera footage, but you can and see it's how muted the guy. There's music going on. Oh, okay. That's okay. Um, but you'll you'll see him physically once he gets on the ground. Yeah, he he wasn't just reaching for the gun. He had it in his hand. Oh yeah. And and he and you see how his face was forward, like he was trying yeah, to sit up. He to was shoot trying to them. sit up and shoot somebody. Yeah. For sure. For sure. And that one cop falls down, gets back up. They're fighting. They're trying to get the guy to the ground. Here comes the helper. Here comes the helper running over. Civilian, right? Wearing all black with a... He loses his hat. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, come on, civilian. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, I but I do like how he says, like, noise, noise. But you see how he's rolling to his stomach. And bam. Now he's gone. Lights out. Boy, he stiffed up quick, didn't he? Whoops. Um... Believe it or not, suspect is going to live through this. Uh, he's in jail now with a two million dollar bond, um, and and waiting on his his trial. But he did go through several surgeries. I, I I don't know what his mental state is in jail, but they said that he he did go through several surgeries, and was in the hospital for for a significant amount of time before he was released to prison on a two million dollar bail. Um, but this is the reason why I wanted to break this down is because I wanted to show you. I mean, this is a great example to the public of how quickly things can go wrong. Now, these cops did everything right, according to the public's eyes. But I would say is that they could have all died. One of them could have been shot in the face. That dude could have shot them before they put their hands on him. He had a gun 
and a K bar. Yeah. The entire time. And those I mean, cops had their honestly, hands up like, in their vests. Everybody was chill as fuck. You, nobody saw that coming. Nobody saw it coming. I didn't see it coming. I, I, I'm going to be critical for a second um, in the mo of the cops. Right. Not, not because of their use of force, but because of their lack of it. I don't know about you, and I, don't, I wasn't there, and I don't think body cam footage sometimes gives the full vibe of things, but being as objective as I can about that, I would say that as soon as that guy was like, hey, you know, he's got a knife on him, and I said, hey, man, something about the knife, and he reached for it, I would be disengaging, creating distance, draw my firearm, and I would be giving him verbal commands to lay face down on the ground. Put your hands up, lay face down on the ground. He's got a knife. We're close. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to bring myself in closer to entangle with him if I don't have to. And I'm going to create distance. I'm going to draw my firearm. He's going to get loud verbal commands to get down on his face with his hands out. If he does not do that and he reaches for his waistband again, that's when he gets plugged. Yeah. I, I think that they were, every piece of this was like, wow, they were overly de-escalating. Yeah, um, me too. But I mean, that's where we're at in 2022. Yeah. Is that we have to be like overly, uh, you know, because if, you know, if, if they're stealing, if you're going to be enforcement in the law, when I was a young cop, you know, if you were enforcing the law and because you uh, cop yourself, when you're a young cop, you still have good kind of like, um, I don't know, like, I, I want to say like good technique because obviously you become a better cop as, as with age, but you have good fundamentals, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you do walk up there with a good fundamentals, you would have been like, hey, man. Um, we're going to go ahead and walk you out of the house. We're going to walk you out. And, and you would have gone ahead and like put that guy like in a, like a modified kind of like an arm bar to walk him out. Like that's just how you would do it in training. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hey, we're going to walk you out this way. Um, I need you to keep your hands where I can see them at all times. You would have been like giving them, you know, but these guys were like, oh, come on, dude, let's go. We're going to walk out to the car. Oh, you need your phone. Oh. And, and I like how this guy gives all the indicators. Like no reasonable person would have gone that far. When you know that you were stealing high end products, you would have just left. Mm -hmm. but this guy does all the, I mean, this, it's almost like this guy was asking to get shot in the head. Yeah. It's, it's a crazy situation. It's a shame that he didn't die. To be honest with you. But that, what stands out to me most about this case is that was the, that was the clip that I saw viral. Like I never did anything with it. I never really even looked into it, but it was like the nice, nice, nice. And everybody talking about, wow, that cop, that cop's going to get uh, crucified. He's going to jail for sure. If he said those things. And it's like, Turns out, wasn't even one of the cops responding. Turns out, they were trying to do everything possible to avoid ever even making contact with this guy. Turns out, turns out, turns out. Now, does that mean that every cop is never going to make a mistake? Does that mean that cops are always right? No, it doesn't. But it does mean that the media is not your friend when it comes to objectivity, <laughs> especially with policing. Right. Well, you know, the one thing that is true is that all these officers went through a very traumatic uh, incident at 930 at night yeah, kudos, um, when they obviously those guys, man. weren't I mean, planning on being in one of the most traumatic situations of their life where they fucking won. Right. So happy alive day to those be, cops they should be celebrating. They should celebrate. It was nice. They, it was very nice. They lived. Um, but you know what? Getting getting. I mean, at the moment with that adrenaline dump, they're probably hard as fuck, to be honest with you. Um but when all that adrenaline wears off, it's gonna get it's gonna be hard to get hard. And that's why we love having Blue Chew on as a partner with failure to stop. Uh, guys, it's time to bring back that summer heat into the bedroom. The temperatures aren't the only thing that's rising uh, this summer. Actually, they're falling now because it's in the fall. Uh, but Blue Chew really, this is what this is the only reason why I want an ED and, and uh, erectile dysfunction uh, type 
product uh, because I, I think a lot of times it does go overlooked. A happy wife is a happy life. A happy partner, I should say, is a happy partner because you might be a girl cop and you, you might be married to a male nurse, uh, you know, vice versa. But um, you, when it's, you don't need the stressors of not being able to perform in bed. Blue Chew is easy. You just go online. You fill out the thing. Right now, if you use the promo code Wolfpack, you fill like a little survey. Uh, a teledoc will call you right up there. You tell them what it's for. Just be very honest. Hey, you know, I don't really need it a lot. I don't really have a problem getting hard, but sometimes I see some traumatic shit and it weighs heavy on my heart. And then there's some days where I'm just off and I can't perform and they're going to, sh they're going to ship you guys. Um, I know that the plan that I, when I, I told him exactly that I told him that's exactly what it is that uh, I don't really have a problem. I get hard thinking about getting hard, but sometimes the stressors of the job, uh, do get stretched in and my wife's in the mood and I may not be in the mood. And they're like, cool. Well, you don't really have a problem, but we're going to send you for a month. Um, and you know, that's $20 a month and then you get four a month for a whole year. And that's plenty. If you have a traumatic incident or anything like that, you got something in the bank. They're chewables. They're little blue chewies. You pop them in. Um, and they last for, uh, four hours. If you use the pro of, uh, Wolfpack, you'll get $5, um, for shipping. And then you get a one month free, uh, trial run at the blue chew to see how it works. Um, it is a, a generic version of, of Viagra or Cialis. Uh, you can take them anytime, day or night. It's a very simple process to get through. Um, they're made in the USA. They're made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in discreet packaging. So, um, you know, very seriously, if you are in traumatic incidents, if you, you know, are in a car wreck, uh, you know, an on-duty car wreck, or maybe you're an EMS worker, paramedic, and you just see foul shit all day long. Listen, there's no shame in, in not having a game, dude. Get the blue chew to help you out. You don't, you, you don't want the stressors of having a wife who's gone neglected, um, or vice versa, uh, do the right thing, man. Keep your family happy and, and, and go with that blue chew and use that promo code Wolfpack. Giddy up. Well, guys, that was a really great show today. I really appreciate everybody for tuning in, sharing the show. If you're not following us on YouTube, please go and show us on YouTube. We're dropping much more YouTube comments and shorts. We've got Drew Breezy this week is going to be breaking down a search warrant from start to finish. It was actually very creative. Mike, he got up on the our uh, Instagram. He's put out a thing that says, I want a fake name. I need a fake case and I need a fake address. And I'm going to draw a search warrant up for that. And I'm going to go over it. Big Bird of Cookie Monster style on YouTube. Exactly how to how a police officer goes through um, writing a search warrant and then briefly on the the differences in a no-knock warrant and a regular warrant so that the public can see exactly what goes into a police officer writing a warrant. And you can better understand that. And these are like six to 10 minute videos. So um, really fun content out there. And uh, of course, I've always got a couple more meetups coming up in the fall. So we'll be posting those here shortly. And this Tuesday, if you're in Raleigh, uh, we're going to be with Breaking Benjamin. Uh, we'll be with the band. Uh, Jason Rao is taking us, uh, taking us back behind Still stage. Still doing a Tuesday night out. show? Yeah. Um, no, we're doing a uh, pre-recorded show with Ashley 60 Days In. She has a true crime story, a case that she actually worked on, a kidnapping that is blow your mind crazy. It's like one of those like ones in the movie, you know, where like somebody gets their stomach cut open and the baby stolen from their stomach story. And she worked that case. So she's going to break it down to us. Very special. We're going to do that on Sunday pre-record. And um, if you do want to be in the live chats, I'll be posting that up uh, tonight. Exactly when that'll go up, but the actual show actually, no, it'll be pre-recorded. It'll drop on Tuesday, but I guess if you're one of our paid members, you'll be able to see it on Sunday and then it'll gotcha. drop to YouTube 
on Tuesday and then it'll go for free on podcast on Wednesday. But um, Andrea and I will be joined by Ashley from 60 days in and humanizing the badge. She'll be going over just, and I've already heard the story from her and I was like, yo, can you please come on night shift? And because we're going to be gone at the breaking Benjamin concert, what better, what better time to do it than now? So Giddy up. you guys are going to see lots of pictures of me with Jason Rao backstage. Like, dude, I'm so pumped. I've been listening to breaking Benjamin since like, Oh five, like Afghanistan time frame, like that music saved my life. And now I'm going to get to hang out with the band for the evening. I'm freaking pumped, dude. And the fact that Brank and Benjamin listens to our show on their tour bus and like literally text me references from the show is more than I could ever imagine. We got to get them. So. We got to get ghost beds on the tour bus, man. Well, oh, that would be so sick. <laughs> uh, fun guy. Love guy. Just became a new paid subscriber. Welcome to the welcome to the comment no you're not a comment anymore you're not a peasant welcome to the royalty welcome the wolf to royal pack, blood baby. the real welcome wolf to pack. the wolf pack. <laughs> all right guys well until next time guns up, See up.